You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very, very special episode. This is our two-year birthday episode. Hey, happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Mickey. <laughs> two, so that means our podcast is um, entering its terrible two stages, which what hopefully that? is like a terrible, like feisty terrible, you know, not like terrible quality because that's not us. Yeah, we're about to get really sassy over here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so the 15th is our birthday, so I'm sure we will post something maybe we'll do like a communal cheers or something on the 15th for our actual birthday but for this episode we wanted to really dive into podcasting and just kind of what our experience has been it's been two years now so we're not the newbies that we once were even though sometimes we feel like it Um, but we thought we had some good insight on how to start a podcast, how to grow a podcast, and just kind of wanted to share our experience on how Blab was born and what we think it takes to be a podcast host. So before we get into all of that, let's start off with our highs and lows. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, So my highs for this week, let's see. Oh my gosh, was that just this week? Okay, so I <laughs> I took my certified negotiation expert class and got the certification. It's my first actual certification besides just like my license and everything. It's like the awesome. first thing that I went out of my way and invested in and um, really paid for the certification. So it was a three-day, 15-hour Zoom land course. Oof. My husband took the three days off work to take care of Nora, which was amazing. And it just was, I don't know, it just was so strange. It's something I haven't done since she was born, where I just Mm -hmm. like sat there and used my brain in that way for that amount of time. And just, I just felt like for those 15 hours, I just (laughs) felt like I was just a boss lady. And, you know, I was able to totally put, motherhood on the back burner since I knew she was being well taken care of. And it just was so amazing. I'm like, did I retain anything? I'm still trying to figure (laughs) that out because my brain is so not used to working in that capacity any longer. Um, But yeah, it was amazing. And just like a little plug, only 3% of realtors in the country have this certification. So I feel pretty special. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, Also, there's just like the initial high that the collective high, I guess, that the election's over, that we can all just take a deep breath. Um, Yeah. So that as well. And my low, I thought I would keep it light and not get into the dark stuff because I know we kind of all went through some roller coasters of highs and lows this past week. So I'm going to keep my low kind of light and funny I think it's funny Nora is starting to establish a new vocabulary so tonight actually I mentioned to her okay it's time for bath and she's upstairs and she's like it's freaking bath time 
<laughs> we're like, what? Freaking bath time? And she actually said that a couple days ago too. Freaking something. I can't remember what it was. We were like, who taught you that? Because we always say, where'd you get that? Who taught you that? Yeah. She said, Gaga taught me that, which is my mom. So <laughs> busted. Got a little <laughs> chat to be having with her. But no, and she just, but she's just getting so sassy. Speaking of two. And um, again, tonight when I'm like, okay, we need to go potty before the bath. She says, I don't think so. And that's like what I say to her all the time. And she's starting to use like my words back at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this is starting. And it's funny. And I'm laughing now, but I'm sure in a couple weeks when it's happening nonstop, it's not going to be as funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's too yeah. cute though. Like the sass coming from the tiny ones. It's like so adorable. Cute. Yeah. And like, then it just like, like funny, <laughs> hilarious. Like it is hilarious. Balls. Oh yeah. Like, oh girl, you shouldn't be walking around <laughs> saying freaking. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. Oh, it totally could be worse. Yeah. Also, I yeah, I forgot about this part too. She <laughs> she's so funny. If I'm like starting to get slightly irritated about anything, she'll look at me and say, Mama happy? And like Try to like see if I'm like, yeah, I'm really happy. So today I was trying to do my grocery order and I was getting really irritated. She's like, mama's pissed. Oh, God. <laughs> Sweetie, don't say that. She's like, mama's pissed at you. And I was like, no, I'm not pissed at you. <laughs> like, you can't be walking around saying that. Like, I got to reel it in, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's really funny. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's And she's like, so cute oh I'm like can you video some of that I gotta see her saying so I need to and then I'll stop encouraging it (laughs) yeah oh that's funny it's so hard too because when you like laugh at them because how can you not yeah totally just encourages them and that still happens to me with mine they like any bit of attention they take it it's so funny okay what about you okay so my hi oh okay so my kids both went to school last week, two full days, both of them. Um, that was definitely my high. Uh, I It was, like, because Michael had been sick the week before, and I had been, like, in contact with the school nurse. Like, can he go back? Like, what do we need to do? Blah, blah, blah. I, like, just really wasn't getting my hopes up about them both going. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we did get there, and he got checked out by the nurse, and he, like like I said, by him in the hall and he like had to make his way to class because you can't walk them to their class anymore. Um, I was like, okay. I like walked out to my car and I was like, oh my God. And I just started bawling because I was like super excited for them. But also like, oh yeah, I got to not have to worry about them yeah. for like six hours a day, two days in a row. It was amazing. It was seriously all I could have wanted and more. (laughs) It was so good. I went shopping the first day, like ran some errands, got a few, you know, things for myself, Um, came home and like watched TV while I folded laundry. And then um, Mike woke up and we got to just sit and like talk him and I and what like, what is that? <laughs> it was so weird. And then like we just sat there for a minute, like a lull in conversation. And I was like, what if we like don't even have anything to talk about anymore? <laughs> That's not the kids. And he's like, I was enjoying the quiet. Like it's okay. I was yeah. like, this is it's like gonna be a whole different relationship for us. I mean, we get to spend a lot of time together at night, mm-hmm. but we're usually so worn out by mm-hmm. the time the kids go to bed that it's just like let's watch tv and zone out and go to bed 
Right. Um, so for him and I to have time like during the day uninterrupted is crazy. So I was really excited. He's off this week nice. um, for school this week. But my low, <laughs> my low oh, no. is one, it's Veterans Day, which isn't a low in itself, except <laughs> no one mentioned it to us at all. And I was yeah. like, do they have school on Wednesday? We got a like um, a menu and it had food for Wednesday. I was like, did they not? remember to like tell us or do they are they going to school anyways um no we found out today they don't have school on wednesday oh, which no. is fine so we're cut yeah. down to one day together which yeah. isn't a big deal but just like but still like you've been waiting for been this. waiting yeah. like that and then um they also just announced today that they're going to be cutting the school day short and letting the kids out like an hour and 20 minutes earlier every day just because it's like such a long day and mm-hmm. for like the little kids and they're wearing masks all day yeah, um, which we have mixed feelings about. I'm not that excited about it, um, but whatever. Like, yeah. how long what? are they going to be in school then? So they'll be there from nine oh five to two twenty instead okay. of three forty, which it is a long day. It's but still, also, yeah. it's a long day, COVID times or not. Right. And they just need to like adjust. It's only been this will only be Piper's only gone to school for two weeks, two days right. a week. So right. I'm like that's kind of a big chunk of time that they're not going to be going now but but yeah so just like oh it was glorious for two days and then oh and now we only get one day this week oh and then we're cutting time for the rest of the time so like Mm -hmm. oh okay not yeah it was it's a roller coaster roller coaster yeah yeah Mm. but but yeah i'm still i'm still looking forward to those days they have a great time when they're there i get to have a good time when they're gone so Yeah. yeah Well, that's was, good. The time part is probably good for everybody. Definitely, yeah. And them getting to be away from us and away from each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, seeing them together at pickup. Like, they go, they bring Cute. them out together. And they're like, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to be like, oh, hi, Piper. Hi, Michael. And the one of the teachers brought them out. She was like, oh, they were so cute. They came out and said hi to each other. And I was like, oh, are you guys in our in each other's class? And they're like, no, we're brother and sister. <laughs> She's like, they cute. were just adorable. So. Aw, that's cute. Yeah, it was pretty cute. So, yeah. yeah. Five and lows. Yep. yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, let's um, dig into our episode after we take a quick break. All right. Ada May Cosmetic Inc. is a microblading and permanent cosmetics company and salon in Lacey, Washington. They provide microblading and ombre powder brows, allowing their clients to shorten their daily routine and spend less time in the mirror, which all of us busy moms and boss ladies need. They are running a fall special right now, make their, making their current price sale just $199, normally $500. Find them on Facebook at Ada May Cosmetic Inc. for more details and to set up your appointment. That's A-D-A-M-A-E Cosmetic Inc. If you want your business featured on our podcast, send us a message and we will make that work. All right. Well, let's dive into our podcast life. We are so excited about this episode. So, We just, yeah, everything about Boss Ladies and Babies, how we came to be, what it's like podcasting, we're just going to dig into it. So I guess we should start with how we came to be, how Blab was born. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, because it was Megan's brainchild, so (laughs) tell them how you thought it up. 
Well, first of all, for those of you who don't know, BLAB is our acronym, which is just so funny because we talk and boss ladies and babies. <laughs> so that's what we call it. So if you hear us say BLAB, that's that's what we're talking about because it's kind of a mouthful. But so boss ladies and babies kind of came to be when I was pregnant with Nora and I'm a real estate agent. And at that time, you know, I didn't really have any responsibilities except for my dog, although it felt like I had, you know, on the way to the world on my shoulder. Oh my gosh, so busy. But I found out I was pregnant and I was, you know, all I've always been really career driven and I had been in real estate for a couple years and I was really excited about, you know, breaking through and figuring out my career. And I found out I was pregnant, which we were planning, but it was still kind of like, oh wait, like now I'm actually pregnant. So what does this mean for my life? What does this mean for my career? And just how am I going to balance everything that I want to do? I want to be a stay at home mom. I want to continue working. I, I want to do it all. How the heck am I going to do that? This is terrifying. And I was thinking I'm probably not the only woman who's feeling this way. Enters Mickey who has been a mom for years before I was. I've always looked up to her. I mean, she's my best friend. She's an amazing mom, an amazing role model, who also has a business that she runs. So it just kind of made sense that Mickey would be the perfect person to team up with and kind of share our experiences of trying to make this all work. So that's kind of how it started and... You, I mean, if you've listened to the beginning, you'll yeah. see that, you know, it's evolved so much. We've ended up learning just not just about each other, but we've ended up learning so much from our guests that we have on so much from each other. We continue to grow and it's just been yeah, an amazing little passion project. Yeah, definitely. I was so excited when Megan asked me to be part of it. Um, I definitely... I just think that we have such good chemistry and in the beginning, again, if you like go back and listen to our earlier ones, if you're real brave, (laughs) it's just the two of us. And it was when Megan still lived in Bellingham. So it was like, okay, we're going to get together in person, you know, once a month or whatever we were going to try to do and like sit around and bullshit and, and talk business and momhood and everything, which was so much fun, but it's just evolved so much from when we started it's so funny to go back and listen to those early episodes because now we just know what we're doing and like having our guests on that are so knowledgeable and um I just I I'm so proud of us and how far we've come yeah I am too and it's so fun because we're such opposites and it's been really fun getting feedback from people who listen to our show that are like, oh, I just love how different you guys are. Yeah. I just love your guys' dynamic because between the two of us, we're, there's probably somebody that we are relating with, right? And, you know, even if not fully. And then we, of course, relate to each other. And so it's like this chemistry that we have, if I do say so myself, <laughs> I feel like is really special. And yeah. I mean, our what is it now? I always want to say 10, but like 15, like aging us here, 15 plus years of friendship. Yeah. I mean, obviously helps. Um, a lot of people wonder what it's like working with your best friend, because yes, this is a passion project that continues to evolve. Eventually we'd like, you know, to make some money off of this right now, you know, Oh, I think we have 
uh, 49, we've made 49 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Something> Rolling. Like <laughs> so, I mean, so it is, it is a job to us, even if it's a fun job or just like a passion job right now. And people always ask like, what's it like working with your best friend? Yeah, I will say I love it. Um, it is, it is interesting. Like you guys don't, you can't realize how much behind the scenes work goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a lot and it's, it's fun to like sit together and chat for an hour, but like there's, it's so much more than that. Um, a ton of which Megan does. And like, again, our balance has worked out really well. Um, mm-hmm. We each have our strengths and, and, you know, weaknesses but not really yeah. just more each other's strengths we, yeah that we're better that we like to do yeah. more than the other person or whatever yeah so I think it makes us really good um business partners because we know what we're good at I feel like we're comfortable enough with each other to like speak up if we need help or like we're always checking on each other like do you need me to do anything for you like how is this going um just giving each other that feedback and we know each other so if it's something we're like oh we need to like we know how to communicate yeah and and do it in you know a not like um confrontational way or anything not that we have like drama with it but you know if you're like oh maybe we shouldn't do this kind of thing I don't think we're very hesitant in speaking up so we get to like really maintain our authenticity with that and not try to like impress each other we just get Mm -hmm. to be who we are and and do this thing that we love together yeah I agree on all of that I think it's so important because we genuinely care about each other like you're saying and so it makes it you know easy to kind of pick up each other's slack when we need to we know what each other are going through in their lives and so it's like no question like do you need me to do this and it's something you know sometimes you wouldn't even think to ask for the other person to do Mm -hmm. but we just know each other so it's it's just so easy to be there and help each other and we both love what we're doing too so it just it kind of makes sense but besides that just like having a weekly chat forced forced yeah. phone day I mean yeah realistically like mom life boss lady life it's so mm-hmm. easy to put your relationships on the back burner this makes it so that we are forced scheduled in the calendar usually with a guest cannot back out mm-hmm. have to sit down and be face to face for a couple hours yeah. every single week. Yeah. That's huge for our friendship, especially since I moved. I mean, yeah. originally, and we'll kind of get into this, but the podcast, once I moved, kind of, we just kind of stopped doing it for a little yeah. bit. We did it here and there. Um, yeah. But it actually, I think, is so much easier being far apart because, mm-hmm. I mean, we have the technology and it's not just like, hey, want to come over? And then it's like, oh, I gotta like get dressed and get in my car and drive. Yeah, right. So like that sounds so stupid and we took that for granted so much. But yeah. now that we're far apart, it makes it so much easier because I mean I look forward to it every week. I look forward to seeing my best friend talking and it's just yeah, like a forced <laughs> like yeah. a forced friendship piece that keeps us going. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think we keep saying forced, but I really think that's so important because like all of us carry that like mom guilt. So if it was just like, oh, yeah, I want to have like a Zoom date with, you know, with Megan. Can I do that? Like being away from my husband and kids, if it wasn't something that like I had scheduled and everyone knew was happening and that I'm like obligated to, it's so easy to like 
to not do it and feel yeah. bad about taking that time for yourself. So this, I mean, it's been 11 months now that we've been doing this every single week. And it, I mean, especially during the quarantine, like I can't say how huge it is mm-hmm. to be able to see your face every week because with how busy life is and my kids are so annoying. <laughs> like you can't sit and talk on the phone with kids. No. Like mm-hmm. even if they're being quiet and playing and like I get some alone time, I swear to God, I will pick up the phone and they come running in. It's like they know. So I, I don't get to sit and chat on the phone and you just get so busy. And I mean, we have the kind of friendship where it would be okay if we went a couple weeks without talking mm-hmm. like that is not a big deal but it's just so much better just to have it scheduled like yeah I'm really thankful for that yeah I 100% agree I think the downside would be that sometimes it is hard for us to just like catch up because when we do talk it's like business 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 Mm -hmm. but I don't think that's a bad thing either it's Mm -hmm. just it's you, I feel like a lot of times it's like business first and then like, oh, yeah, hey, how, how are you, by the way? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like, right. I think that is because we're so dedicated that it just kind of, you know, so I, I guess like if you're asking like, oh, what's it like working with your best friend? Like, well, we're just really committed to what we're doing. So mm-hmm. it's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think we since we do try to stay authentic to our real lives and share that with you guys every week, too, in our highs and lows, mm-hmm. like that helps. Mm-hmm. too we, like are still just hanging out and talking but yeah, yeah. We, there's not as much behind the scenes deep mm-hmm. talking we do do that sometimes and we'll yeah. be like staying on here afterwards for a long time but um yeah, exactly yeah. But it's awesome highly recommend it yes yeah. I agree so I mean let's kind of just take some time to reflect on where we were to where we are now So we talked to you guys about our podcast story, how it started, right? The very first episode that we recorded was at my dining room table with like a ton of wine on my iPhone. Uh, Mickey, do you want to just remind them what the intro was? (laughs) I'll even do it live for you guys. So we're like, oh, we don't have like, like a theme song or intro or anything. Like, what are we going to do? I actually don't know if I can do it. <laughs> so, I don't know why I thought of it or why we thought that would be okay. But so I just, I sang, which if you know me, there was some wine involved. But I did a little boss, 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 ladies and babies. Yeah, it was good. I'm pretty sure I went back and edited that out when we did get an intro song. Because just like people coming to a new podcast and that being the first impression, I just couldn't live with everything we just thought it was so good though we were like yes yes that is it like that's gold (laughs) and I don't think it was the wine talking like I think we genuinely were like that is so good just like everything with the music remember and this is still our intro we um because there's so many copywriting rules and regulations right so what did we do we like played the intro music on your phone and then record it on my phone, and then to fade it out, like, quickly would turn down the volume oh. <laughs> on Mishy's phone, yeah. so that would fade out, but that's, I mean, that's still our intro music. We have, yeah, we have it saved. We've tried to do it, like, different, but we're just not that tech-savvy, and it's different now. Like, we were together at that point, mm-hmm. so, like, doing, like, speaking in sync and stuff just isn't as easy through video, so... 
we've just kept it. I think it works. I think yeah. maybe eventually we'll like tweak it and yeah. you know, maybe. I but I mean But it's, it's us. also us, right? And yeah. that's like that's the whole thing of this podcast. Like mm-hmm. like yes, we want to be successful and like yes, it would be amazing to be picked up by a network or something. The thing is, like, we want to do our best to provide you guys with value as much as we can, right? Business value, motherhood value, just like a a reprieve from the stress of the world, like an escape, just some kind of value. And, but we also are going to continue to be ourselves. And Mm -hmm. that might not be like the best sound quality. That might not be like a perfect intro. It's it's us. And we want to keep it that way. Yeah. We're not paying paying anyone to do anything. It's literally the two of us recording on our phones or our laptops like that's it here we are (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but with that being said where we are now we have about 3,000 total downloads okay which which doesn't sound like a lot for two years but when you look at a total of 74 episodes and 64 of them 64 episodes were recorded in 2020. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So that's our second year because this is our two-year anniversary. So our first year, we only had 10 episodes. So that tells you a little bit. Like Life was hectic. Megan moved. Like We were still finding ourselves, trying to find that motivation and scheduling and all of that. So as soon as we like buckled down, we're like, look, if we want to do this, we want to do it right. We need to commit. And we've done one every single week for the entire year 64 episodes that's huge yep yeah Yeah. and then we started we added the boss lady or the business blab so we do two episodes a week now Mm -hmm. every single week I think we've missed one business blab since we started like if you would have told me like at the beginning of the year which we did say this but I I mean it's like to look back now and think every single week to put out an episode, to put out some kind of content, it's insane to think that we even have been able to like come up with things to talk about for that yeah. many. That's like mm-hmm. over 64 hours. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Fucking. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And we for most of those, we've had guests also. Mm-hmm. That's been yeah. our thing this year. So that's that's at least probably at least 40 or 50 people that we have had come on that we've got to like meet and get to know and share their stories with us for an hour like that's incredible I would never especially this year have met that many new people and got to have like those good deep conversations yeah talk about like exactly what boss ladies and babies is about is connecting with these other women and you know helping each other and we're all in this together as cliche as that is but really finding that community with each other it's been amazing um we're also available on nine platforms our podcast can be found on nine platforms and we have listeners in three countries so kind of you know kind of a big deal (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and i will add we have also been guests on other people's podcasts Mm -hmm. which isn't something that we ever even like talked about doing i didn't even consider that to be like a side part to this but Mm -hmm. That has been really fun, too. Yeah, it has been really fun to feel like the expert sometimes. I mean, I feel like, you know, we've talked about imposter syndrome on the show and it's real. And when you're putting 
like something like a podcast is is fun and it's light but it, you're also putting yourself out there in such a vulnerable way that does, I mean people don't really think about that like we're sitting down and we're putting it all out there like this is really us we're not faking it we're not making shit up like this is we're laying it out there and sharing it with people and it that's scary to have a voice like that and when you see people are listening to you it's like oh that's so exciting like look how many listeners we have for this episode but it's also like oh my gosh like what did I say this many people listen to that episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) can be a little intimidating yeah definitely but we I'm proud of us we're not like we don't have a script we you know we have our idea of what we're going to talk about but we keep it real and yeah there's definitely been a few times where we're like okay wait a minute how many people heard that wait a sec who's listening (laughs) yes but seriously (laughs) I thought it would be fun to share our highs and lows of podcasting since the highs and lows are such a big part of our show we definitely have some for our show as a as a whole and podcasting our show. Yeah, yeah. I think um, our biggest highs have been how many milestones that we've hit along mm-hmm. the way, especially this year. Like, our growth has just been huge, especially since our first year was so slow and we really didn't know what to expect. Um, but hitting those milestones, the 3,000 downloads, our followers on Instagram, we're at over 1,000 followers on Instagram, um, growing our private um Facebook community has been huge what else lots of milestones in there yeah I think I think just all of those things just we've just been growing at such a steady pace right Mm -hmm. I I think it's you know sometimes we can kind of get in our heads like okay well why aren't we growing more like we want this like instant fame overnight or whatever but I think um yeah the high the high would be the milestones and definitely just like keeping our our heads so level right because Mm -hmm. and not giving up like it's been huge that we've done that and then I think we can kind of agree that one of our biggest lows and was just like a hit to our egos was like a hit to our hearts was the huge decline in listeners after we took our stance on uh, Black Lives Matter after George Floyd we Mm -hmm decided that we had a platform and that we were going to use our voice and stand up and talk about what was right and what we believed in and we were passionate like why not use our platform to do this and we took a hit and uh, I mean we lost over our audience (laughs) yeah like immediately so it wasn't like oh is this just coincidence are people busy this week it was like drastic immediate Mm. drop off yeah yeah, so that that was that was a big low, but I think it was a high in disguise because we have continued to speak out on what we believe is right on the show. We've continued to use our voice and our platform for what we want to share. Like and we lost our that audience by we grew our audience tenfold and mm-hmm. our you know, it's people that we want to be here and we want listening to us that want to hear what we have to say and we stayed authentic and you know didn't waver in our beliefs just because of numbers right yeah I think it's so easy to like 
I mean, I guess that'd be like selling out at this stage. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't pay for ads. We're not like trying to be anything we're not. We're not like, you know, trying to like, oh, we're gonna all right, let's do a phase of sexy pictures on Instagram to get <laughs> some more followers. Like we are not those girls at no. all. Like no. we are authentic. If you like us, please come listen to us and hang out. If you don't, then that's fine. And we're just gonna keep growing authentically on our own pace um just from genuine people that actually like to hear us and I think that's amazing yeah absolutely what has been the hardest part of hosting a podcast for us (laughs) um okay one thing I'll say is technology (laughs) so I mean there's it's hard to keep up anyways, which makes me feel so old. But, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. um, but like sound issues and doing everything remotely um, before everyone was Zooming all day, every day, um, like figuring out what, um, like, how do we want to record? Now we've gone through like, I've gone through like four or five different microphones and like <laughs> some of our episodes are really staticky or someone sounds really far away and like learning how to edit. Just the tech part is so tricky. And then also having guests come in virtually as well and trying to help them with their sound or their audio quality. Um, there's just a lot of factors in there that we're definitely not experts on. So I think that that part has been can get really frustrating and again makes you like always makes me feel like a fraud like mm-hmm. yeah I'm a podcast host hang on I can't hear you oh let me try this can you hear me now can you hear me now like it can, it can be embarrassing but um, I think it's something that everyone can kind of relate to and it's just part of life. Yeah, like there's been times where our guest has came on and they've had like a better setup than us and we're like, oh, this is awkward. Like, this is my little tiny microphone. (laughs) Like, let me put my laundry away in the background real quick. Yeah, yeah. podcasting on my floor. Like, but I mean, I agree. And that has been hard. And but I think that keeps us like keeps us who we are. And we kind of laugh and make a joke of it. Um, But we're we're working on it and we're learning and we are evolving and we're getting better at the tech part. And I mean, again, that value thing, we can really still put out really good, valuable content for you guys, even while we work through that. Um, I think the one of the hardest parts would be comparing like with everything else in life <laughs> as a woman, especially. Um, I listen to so many podcasts and so many mom podcasts and it's just like so hard to just wonder like how did they get to where they are like why can't we be there or like you know are they better than us like I feel like what we have to say is just as important it's so hard not to compare to other shows and other people that are trying to do what we're doing but just reminding myself that there's room for everyone at the table like we are maybe doing the same thing but we're different and our stories are different what we have to offer is different and I mean, it seems like there's some people who <laughs> who like it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the other hard part is maintaining an audience. Mm. That part, like we said, we had that big dip was hard. Um, it, it, you can get kind of like social media in general, um, just like watching the numbers for a while. Like, oh, how many do we get this time? Oh, how many do we get this time? Like, 
that's not what we do this for either. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to not get caught up on that kind of stuff and like trying to use those numbers as a sign of your success. Mm-hmm. Like I think it it's easy to get caught up on that, but at the same time, like we're we're pretty good at taking a step back and like yeah. not getting too obsessed with that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've definitely had conversations like that like this is so much work. Like, what we're doing is so much work, and we're not getting paid. And, like, what's our audience? You know, and we start to think like that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you know what? Like, snap out of it. Like, if we are reaching one person, and what we have to say is helping them or making them smile, that's so cheesy. But it's so true. That's Mm -hmm. why we're doing this. And it's just, it's hard to watch your audience, like, roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And wondering you know like oh why aren't they listening or even you know we're doing this Facebook live right now and I'm I'm like trying so hard not to watch how many people are joining us and coming and going and coming and going it's just like our brains are conditioned to do that now and audiences are going to come and go and I think that as long as you stay consistent and authentic that your audience will continue to grow with you at you know our audience has grown at a really slow slow pace but it's growing and we're helping people and that's you know all that matters um I think another hard part about it is has been showing up even when you don't feel like it I think like let's see I've missed one or two episodes I'm trying to think for sure in January I missed at least one when I was super super sick yeah. And then I think I missed one other full episode mm-hmm. when so- I, I might have been sick again. I don't remember something. Oh, no, it was when Quentin cut off his finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. So, yeah. But I mean, sometimes like I catch myself like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this tonight. Like I just really don't want to go and get set up and sit down and like talk to somebody (laughs) you know but once we get rolling and get into it it's fine but it's just like it's yeah it could be so easy to just be like "Ah, I don't feel like doing it tonight you know yeah yeah definitely I think um that I think that happens to me with most things (laughs) like anything you know you're like yeah oh yeah I'm gonna go to that thing and do that and then you're like oh I have to put pants on like why did I make a commitment yeah at least, I mean, this is where it being our best friend comes in really handy. Like, we want to hang out. So, it just, like, we get on and then we're like, oh, I'm having, like, an off day or whatever. I'm just feeling whatever. And then we, like, start talking and then it's fine. And the rest yeah. of our night is amazing. So, yep. it's, like, never any regrets. It's just sometimes hard to get motivated. But that's mm-hmm. what we're here for is to keep each other motivated. And it's yeah. fun. So Yeah. It is. It always is fun. And it's not, like, a thing I... I think my husband was saying something to me about like, if you feel like you're saying like, ugh, I don't want to do this more often than you're excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you probably shouldn't be doing it. So right. I've been really careful to like pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I definitely still want to do it. So I'm like, oh, that's yeah. good, you know, but yeah, mm-hmm. so many things, it's easy to do that. Um, yeah. What about our favorite and least favorite podcast episodes? Okay, so I think we both kind of agree on this. I think our favorite um, episode was not too long ago, but it was the one about the startup squad. 
So um, if you guys haven't heard that one, you should go back and do it. But um, our guest was Brian and he was our first boss dad that we've had mm-hmm. on the show. First and only so far. Yeah. Um, but he was just such a sweetheart. He was so fun to talk to. But he's an author and he's written these books about um, entrepreneurship for young girls. And it's like a babysitter's club type thing, but um, with more like practical, actual like business tips and value included. Um, one, I just love reading, but I'm like a published author is talking mm-hmm. to us and he like showed up with his like poster in the back and he was like legit. And that was one of those days where I think we were kind of like imposter syndrome. <laughs> we're like, oh my gosh, he's been like giving us his time. This is so intimidating. But he was so, like, we had the best time talking to him. He was so sweet. I could have talked to him all night. I was yeah. just obsessed with everything that he had to say. Um, like, especially moms of girls, like mm-hmm. instilling that business sense into them is so important and not something that I would have thought to do at such a young age either. And mm-hmm. just a lot of tips that I wish I would have known even now, but especially mm-hmm. younger and have that ingrained in me before I became an adult and everything was so much harder. Um, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I agree. One of the coolest parts was that he found us. So it was kind of like, ooh, like he thinks we're cool. And he's like so cool, right? Like he's a published author. Like he has a media package on his website. Like he was, you know, sending us ideas from other podcasts that he's done. We were like, oh man, this guy is big time. And just like his, the whole Startup Squad book and idea just fits into our message so much. Mm -hmm but in a way that we've never really thought to talk about it. And yeah. I think that just kind of opened our eyes to like, yeah, we can incorporate this into our lives for our daughters right now. And, you know, this is something that we should be calling attention to, like teaching our children to be entrepreneurs from a young age. Like it's huge. Yeah. I loved that episode. Yeah. I think um, least favorite at no fault, <laughs> no fault. I mean, this is like kind of an awkward question, but we, when we were first decided that we're going to record an episode every week for 2020 and we were going to start having guests on and we were like, we don't really know what we're doing with guests, you know, yeah. and we found this girl and she was a friend of some friends and it was coming up on, na- what was it, like National Organize Your Desk Day or clean, something like Clean that. Your Desk Day, yeah. Clean <laughs> Your Desk Day. And so it inspired us like, well, let's, let's talk about... Um, organizing your office and so we brought this this girl on to be our guest and we I think she might have been our first guest of the year like for 20 I kind of think she was yeah yeah maybe we had no idea we I mean we have come a really long way like in our interviewing skills yeah and it just felt so forced and it just wasn't a topic that we were like you can't make a whole podcast off of organizing your office. Like, well, I don't know. What were we thinking? And just listening back to it and just, I'll never, just my reactions. I just was like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Like what is wrong with me? Really been self-conscious about my reactions ever since listening to that episode. Yeah. I think it just wasn't something that we were like super like passionate or knowledgeable about. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not, an organized person anyways I, I learned a lot from her from mm-hmm. that episode and stuff like 
her content was great and everything, but yeah, just it it wasn't it wasn't our best episode. It was entertainment awful. wise, yeah. like comfort level, confidence, just yeah, yeah, yeah. We've come a long way. We yeah. vetting guests is a very tricky. It's really tricky, and we've had amazing guests, and we've had. All of our guests are amazing. We've had some guests that have done a far superior job than others. And mm-hmm. that's okay. It's mm-hmm. just, it, you know, it's personalities, it's topics. It's, it's really hard to, like, find a guest that's going to mesh well. And you never really know until you start recording. Mm-hmm. So we've definitely had some highs and lows with our guests mm-hmm. as well. But we're yeah. thankful for every guest that we've had. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean great to dedicate their time to what we're doing yeah yeah and it's nice that we I think we do a good job of um reaching out to a variety like Mm -hmm. of different like like Megan and I are so different so are all our guests and even Mm -hmm. if we're gonna like we could talk about the same topic but have a different guest on every week Mm -hmm. and it would still be a totally different conversation like everyone is so different their experience is so different how they um run their business or parent like everyone is so unique mm-hmm. um so yeah so that that part has been fun but yeah but sometimes it's just some are more entertaining than others yeah or, or, yeah better Absolutely. flow yeah. yeah yeah definitely speaking of things that we've learned biggest things that we've learned this year in podcasting yeah i will say the biggest 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 thing was consistency so sitting down and I remember we we're talking like, okay, how often we do we want to do this? Like if we're going to do it, we need to like get our shit together and do it right. I'm like, okay, should we do like, you know, once a month or once every other week? And we like came to this like once a week agreement. And I remember like being like done with our conversation and just being like, wait, what did we disagree to? <laughs> like every single week? How am I going to do that? Like, how are we going to have enough to talk about? Like, Am I going to feel like it every week? It just seemed so daunting and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are, like, not 11 months in, and it's been, like, a piece of cake. Yeah. It, yeah, there's, like, never, we never run out of things to talk about. Just like what you were saying, it could be the same topic with a different guest. But yeah. motherhood and boss lady life have so many little intricate <laughs> pieces that it's just... There's always something fun to talk about and being consistent. And then when we added the business blab in, we're like, now we're doing this twice a week. <laughs> like, are we yeah. crazy? What is this? Oh. But you know, it just fits. It just fit in with what we want to offer for our audience. And you know, it's it's going strong. And yeah. we're still learning and we're still growing. But I agree on the consistency and then authenticity. Just we've we've touched on this throughout the conversation so far but just really being who we are no matter what for better or worse staying true to ourselves and I think in the long run it will pay off yeah I agree I agree well let's talk about our biggest accomplishment this year and the goals that we set and the goals that we've met yes so Most of you probably don't know this, but Mickey and I sit down once every quarter and plan out the entire quarter of episodes. We plan out our goals that we are looking to hit. We talk about, you know, where we've come in the past quarter. Like we have 
a full-on strategy session every single quarter. So it's fun to kind of look back on our goals. Um, definitely, as we were just saying, keeping with our weekly commitment has been just the best. Like, and yeah. I, you know, I, I'm sure that we're planning on continuing that moving forward mm-hmm. because it's going so well and mm-hmm. we really enjoy it. Um, and then I think what we've recently started doing with running ads on our show, I mean, nobody loves an ad, but in the light of staying authentic, we, yes, we want to make money and that's going to come eventually, but at this time, it's not like the main focus. And so starting to run ads for boss ladies within our communities, just to promote them and their business and give back to them and showcase them and put their names out there for other people to hear has been huge that we have a platform that we can do that and offer that to other women and show them how much we support them. And then we do like the anchor. We started doing the anchor ad, you guys. Sorry. It's quick and, you know, it's we were trying to make a buck too. I mean, yeah, we're almost halfway to a buck. So, you know. <laughs> It's going to be vague, and I appreciate the 30 seconds of your life. That, or, like, if you fast forward through it, I'm not judging. I listen to podcasts, too. I, I know. we still get paid. I mean, I think we do. So, so yeah. that I mean, it, yeah, we are busy moms. It would be nice to eventually see some of that be, you know, paid for. But Yeah, yeah. but in the meantime, it's been really, I don't know. I just, I just thought that was such a cool idea that we had, too you know, use our platform to lift up other, other women and other businesses. It's just, it's cool that we're able to do that. So let us know if you want to want us to run an ad for you. Yeah. Um, let's see the next, um, okay. So the next thing I I just can't like praise Megan enough. (laughs) I think I do a good job at letting you know how much you you seriously have like hit out the park. Megan, made a website for us you guys if you haven't been to bossladiesandbabies.com go because it is gorgeous I'm like click I'm like oh you made a website cool click like holy shit it looks so good it's like one stop shop to find our you know podcast um we've got a blog started on there now which is amazing pictures like it, it's just it's amazing and beautiful and I'm so proud of it thank you yeah I'm proud of it too it yeah it turned out really good now we just need to be able to see each other and get some like good pictures of us together yeah (laughs) but you know covid so um yeah love the website love that we can do a blog um mickey has done blogging in the past she's an amazing writer i feel like we both have a lot to say besides what we say on here Mm -hmm. so it's been really fun to do that and then creating our business blabs as blog posts so people can go back and um, if they don't, aren't, if they're not like podcasters, people, they can, you know, read our business tips that we have as well. That's been just a fun way to help grow our audience. And then this was a big deal, but hitting a thousand followers on Instagram, like that's a thousand people that we're touching in some way and, you know, are seeing what we're putting out there. And mm-hmm. I don't know, also just feel like a little more legit when you're in the <laughs> thousands you know yeah seriously yeah because when we're having those moments of like comparison like I definitely like oh they have a podcast like let's go to their Instagram and a lot it makes me feel good when a lot of those people only have like 
300 followers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like, there's a thousand, over a thousand people, like, hopefully watching our stories, seeing our posts, like, interacting with us. We've made so many, like, relationships with people just through Instagram that we'll never meet in real life. But they're, like, business owners, other moms. It's just, it's an awesome little community. And social media, especially right now, is such a big I mean, most of us, it's like our only socializing going on lately. So it's big and it takes work to get to a thousand followers too. If you're not, if you guys aren't like savvy on the Instagram stuff, it's not easy. Yeah. I think that we put out some really good content on there. We work hard to post on there regularly and share Mm -hmm. like behind the scenes of our lives. And it's nice that people appreciate it and want to follow along. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely like, yeah, it's cool to see the numbers, but we appreciate if you're following us, thank you so much because we really, really, really appreciate you. And it just helps us remind us that what we're doing is important. And it just, it feels good. It just, it feels good, honestly. And um, I was going to say something else about social media and just, oh yeah, just having, you know, I feel like the way that our brains work, all of us, like millennial and younger are kind of like, oh, a recommendation for whatever, let me go see how many followers they have. Like, that is just how we work. So it does make us feel a little bit more legitimate, and we're going to keep growing on that. It'd be really cool to get to 10,000 so we can have a swipe up. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That, you know, next big goals. picture goals. But, yeah. yeah, so thank you, everyone, who is following us and participating in our community. We really appreciate you. Um, Speaking of goals, we want to talk about where we see our show this time next year and goals that we hope to meet. And we don't have any notes on this. We're just going to spitfire here and see kind of what we come up with. Yeah. Um, I think we can definitely keep up our consistency. We've gotten a really good routine going with that. Um, So maintaining what we've done and Mm -hmm. then growing obviously it would be nice to get more listeners up our you know our goals on like facebook group members and facebook Mm -hmm. page followers and instagram followers all of that um Mm -hmm. definitely want to work on keeping increasing those numbers yeah i agree um ads i think you know to continue doing the ads i think um uh, some kind of meetup if possible yeah. we've yeah. talked a lot about doing some kind of meetup it would be really fun to do a live podcast um like in-person live podcast this is mm-hmm. fun but you know to do something where we could speak to people in person um we yeah just growing our brand awareness I think and um maybe a wider variety of guests would be Mm -hmm. fun even though I think we do a pretty good job at that yeah Mm -hmm. I think just kind of like the goals that we've already been doing but just on a larger scale for sure and definitely more monetizing Mm -hmm. whether we do merch or or ads something like that merch yeah I know we're like (laughs) if you want to be this cute (laughs) hit us up (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we've talked about ourselves a lot (laughs) so far. So let's talk about 
if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, what what you need to do, right? So just like the general, if we can do it, you can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Just getting started is going to be the hardest part. So just do it and just start. And um, yeah, I guess you could start with tool with your tools and equipment. Mm-hmm. My microphone um, was like fifteen dollars. Has dog hair on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like fifteen dollars on Amazon. I have my iPhone um, headphones. These are, I don't have AirPods. These are just like the corded ones with the microphone on them, and. My sound quality, I feel like, has been pretty good with these, the combo of these two things. Um, (laughs) I will just say, when she was talking about her microphone and it was really, really staticky, it's because she was lifting it up to show the camera. That's not how it does. It got staticky. That's so funny. I'm like, my sound quality is great. That's so funny. Um, And I think, like, a laptop or... And just like iPhone, any phone, just you just you need minimal things to get started. You don't even need a microphone. You could just do headphones to get started. Yeah, yeah, we definitely started. Um, we've done recording on our phones or our laptops, and both totally work. Um, it is nice to have like a nicer microphone or headphones, just if you really want to focus on sound quality. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like platforms and the actual like how do you record how do you get it out there um we have our ad for anchor and i feel like we wouldn't put an ad out there if we weren't actually like we didn't actually believe in it Mm -hmm. um we started our our podcast on a different platform and just we weren't happy with its you know user friendliness and then once we switched to us both being um you know virtual like doing this distant over distance um anchor just makes it so easy you can record right on actually on anchor or you can record um somewhere else like on skype or zoom and then upload it to anchor and edit through there i know a lot of people use other programs to edit and to do their like fancy sound quality stuff Mm -hmm. i don't do that and i mean Someday maybe I will if I see like a huge um, difference that it would make. But for now, I mean, I can do all of that in Anchor and it's really user friendly. I think it does a really good job um, and it's free. Like it's free. That's amazing. And you can go through there and they send your podcast out to all the platforms. So it's like a one stop shop. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It makes it really, really, really easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Finding guests is if you do decide to have a guest well first of all a co if you want to have a co-host or not you need to make that decision highly recommend it (laughs) Um, (laughs) but then finding guests so one thing I was really surprised with is your friends and family probably don't want to be guests on your show some of them might Mm -hmm. but not everybody is comfortable talking and recording their voice and I was kind of thinking like, oh, yeah, we have all these friends and family that will just come on the show. And, you know, it it just don't be surprised if they don't want to. And that's okay. And also it it's kind of fun to have a complete stranger. There's less pressure. So any like mom group that you're in or just group in general, reaching out 
and saying like, this is my topic. Does anybody want to, is anybody expert come talk on this? Mm -hmm. Um, That's how we found pretty much all of our guests. We're in a podcast group as well, where you can, you know, ask to be a guest a lot of the times. Um, And then I would just say, we need to continue to do this as vetting your guests and, you know, maybe doing like a brief questionnaire, seeing what their topics are, making sure that they're really legitimate and would be a good um, value to your show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun to have guests. Yeah. Um, next, deciding on topics is a big deal. Um, at First, I think we were really like, let's just see what we're going to talk about today, which was a lot of fun, too, but not really sustainable for two years. So mm-hmm. planning ahead, um, we tend to do we do a lot like seasonally. So, OK, we're coming into the holidays. Let's think of some like holiday themed episodes or that are like kind of related. Um, what else? How else do we think of topics? Um, we look, we go through a calendar that has like, it's national this day, national that day. And we'll try to, um, at least let that inspire us for what the topics are going to be. We've asked our audience some things that they want to hear us talk about. Um, sometimes our topics just kind of roll with it and we change it last minute. Like, Oh, this would be really cool. And this would fit in perfect right here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I mean, basically anything goes when you're mm-hmm. when you're doing a podcast. So if mm-hmm. if you think of it, just do it. Yeah, and it, that it sounds really overwhelming, especially like Megan said, we sit down quarterly and like mm-hmm. plan out the topic for every episode for the whole like quarter, um, mm-hmm. which can sound like really daunting. But when you're just we're like we just sit there and like, oh, how about this? Okay, oh yeah, and then let's talk about this. Okay, I get really. It's not as hard as you think. Mm-mm. No, you just start. It's almost just like a brainstorming session. It just starts mm-hmm. kind of pouring out. But yeah, having a plan in advance, I think, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as writing an outline, right? So you guys, those of you who are watching this live in our Boss Leaves and Babies Facebook group, you keep seeing me look down. We don't have a script or anything that we're going off of, but you need to have an outline. You need to have some kind of notes. It's important that, yes, it's fun to wing it, but... It's easy, especially when you're with your best friend, to just go off on tangents that like people don't care, right? So <laughs> you want right. to make sure that you're staying on track with the information that you want to put out there and not get carried away. And yeah, of course, we don't always stick to the outline and sometimes you get carried away, but just having that something to bring you back so that you don't run out of things to talk about. You don't, If you get stuck, you have something to look at. Um, yeah, it's a game changer and just having your outline written ahead of time so that you can kind of study it and prepare and know what to expect is helpful. Especially when you're going to be talking to a stranger and Mm -hmm. someone that like knows what they're talking about, you just feel more confident, like knowing what you're going to ask them. And then Mm -hmm. it's also nice, like to think ahead and you don't want to ever like hang up and be like, Oh, I really wanted to talk about this. And I totally forgot. Oh, I wish I would have asked them this. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a huge help to have an idea of where the episode's going to go. And I yeah. think it's helpful for the guests too. Yeah, it definitely is. Cause we send it to our guests ahead of time. A lot of them are like, Oh wow, nobody's ever done this before, which is surprising. So that's like our little secret. Um, and also we always ask the guests like, give us a few topics that you're really comfortable talking about. And then we turn those topics into questions and we do like probing questions deeper into that topic that, so they didn't necessarily 
give us exactly what they're talking about. We're still questioning them, which is really fun. And it's been fun to learn and grow on our question writing and asking skills for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Let's see um, how to make money while podcasting. We definitely talked about that. Um, doing the yep. advertisements, perhaps some swag. There's a lot of ways to, I mean, it's branding, right? We're, also using baby's brand like there's a lot of ways to to have that make money for you and we'll yeah. figure them out <laughs> yeah yeah if you know um growing your audience so we're gonna actually have next week an entire um business blab about how to grow your audience so stay tuned for that because it's too much to go over on this episode yeah and then how to find info and learn what you're doing. So finding a podcast community. Um, we're an amazing group called She Podcasts, right? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's just that we've learned a lot. We're also in an anchor support group where that one isn't just women. And it's just been fun to hear other people's issues and things that they've tried and just mm-hmm. kind of um, it's like forums basically that you can mm-hmm. learn what other people are doing. Yeah. So let's give some advice for someone that wants to start their own show. Do you have any tips that you would give them? I think this is uh, my biggest advice for this and a lot of things in life that I need to listen to my own advice on. (laughs) Um, It doesn't have to be perfect before you get started. You do not have to have everything worked out. You have an idea and that's all you need. Grab your phone, grab your headphones, and just start. It can evolve over time, and it's going to be really fun to watch it evolve and to continue to learn and grow, but don't let that hold you back because like, I'm really guilty of looking at people that I look up to and feeling like, wow, they're so great at what they do. I'm not that good at this. I shouldn't be doing this, but they weren't that good when they started, probably. Right. Maybe they were, but chances are they weren't. And they've grown into that. And so if you never start, you never give yourself the opportunity to grow into that. So, yeah. Yeah, well said. Um, I think my tip would be to find a topic or like a niche that you're really passionate about. So that way you don't ever run out of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. You're not like trying to force an episode and you're like, oh, well, I don't know like what the heck to talk about. We... I mean, all of our episodes are like over an hour because we pick topics that we want to talk about. We want to learn about. We're talking to guests that we're genuinely interested in. Like where we just have so much passion for what we're doing. It never feels like work Mm -hmm. talking about the topics. So I think just finding something that you really, if, if you care about it, other people are going to want to listen. If you're talking about something that you don't care about and you're not passionate about, why would somebody want to listen to you talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And in the same token, making sure that your niche isn't too small because there's only so many things that you c- can talk about if it's too mm-hmm. small. So like for this, you know, Boss Ladies and Babies is huge. We could go a million different routes with it. So you know, finding that thing that you're really passionate about and then making sure that it fits. Look look at the bigger picture, maybe, so that it can still be your thing, but you have enough 
content to be created around it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about um, publishing our very first episode in place of our business blab that comes out tomorrow. So when you're hearing this episode, for those of you who aren't watching it live, that it will already be out. And so I think we're going to work on, on putting that out. So make sure you listen to that. I'm, terrified (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a lot of wine involved in those early episodes you guys and we were just winging it and I think it's like I mean I haven't listened to the the whole thing in you know years now literally um but hopefully it'll be like nostalgic and like oh we were so cute and like silly and new I have a feeling it's gonna be like what (laughs) terrifying and embarrassing (laughs) We'll yeah. see. Maybe you guys could give us some feedback. Let us know if you listen to it, how how it went. Unless it's really, like, really Bad. harsh. Yeah. Then just be like, mm, yeah, I'll keep that to myself. You've come a long way. You've come a long yeah. way. <laughs> okay, so I think that about rounds out our topic on podcasting. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you have any questions or need some support, we're more than happy to offer that. Um, because we would love, we'd love to hear what you have to say. So keep that in mind, but this is the fun part of our episode where we, we get to share our hot mess moments, which we don't get to do very often. No. Yeah. But, and I love that every time we ask our guests, like, do you have a hot mess moment to share? They're always like, oh yeah, my whole life is a hot mess. And it is, I mean, womanhood, motherhood humanhood it's all just like a constant shit show so so yeah let's go ahead and share our hot mess moments um I can go first surprisingly I had a really hard time thinking of like a recent hot mess moment I don't know if I'm just so desensitized to just being in a constant hot mess state (laughs) that nothing stood out in my mind or just that I like don't get out much so there's not a lot there but um But um, Thanksgiving is coming up. After Thanksgiving is the Apple Cup, which if you live in Washington State, um, it's like a big college rivalry football game. Um, We went to WSU, go Cougs. Their big rival are the um, UW Huskies. So their game is the Apple Cup. And um, it was just a couple years ago we went over um my husband's like best friend they grew up together then they also went to wsu together um and were roommates and stuff and his dad is a husky fan so we went over to his dad's house for the apple cup to like family rivalry like really fun night um they all had their kids there too so our kids had friends to play with and back before covid when you could hang out with people i'm like oh that sounds like lifetimes ago um but we came over we like brought food we like settled in to watch the game and have fun and it was like not even through the first quarter michael gets sick and he like i he just puked and we're like oh my gosh okay i'm so sorry like all sitting on the couch so like oh that's humiliating i'm sorry like we'll clean your couch like clean up the floor take him to the bathroom like let him throw up change his clothes we like had to borrow clothes from our friends who only has a girl so he's like wearing little girl undies and like girl clothes and i usually have like extra clothes in the car so he put on extra clothes whatever I'm like okay i think we're good 
We settle back in. We go back out to like get back to the party. He pukes again all <laughs> over himself and me, like his backup clothes. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like clean it all up again. And it's just like super embarrassing because it's at some, like, I'm not really close with the parents, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. My kid's puking on all of your stuff. <laughs> then I'm like, well, we're out of backup clothes and we're out of our friends backup clothes like what are we even gonna do we're here it's not even halftime like well I guess we're going home and oh, luckily like it's it, they live in town but we like had no other choice than to like I think I put him in like my sweater that I was wearing yeah. at the time he's like zipped in a sweater like naked in the car seat going home because he puked all over everything I felt Gosh. so bad for him but and, like, of course, you always feel sorry for your kid in those situations. But also, as a parent, you're just, like, mortified. <laughs> like, Did he should... puke a bunch more times in the car seat? Do you remember? Um, I, I don't remember if he did or not. Yeah. My kids aren't really huge pukers. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that it would stand out more. But Right. Um, you either blocked it out or it wasn't memorable. So, or, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I have a... I mean, if it... Yeah, he might have all over just whatever he was already wearing that was already, like, yeah, at yeah. that point, I might just throw the whole kid out. Cool. <laughs> Close them off. Yeah. Oh, nice. Messy. Messy. Yeah, puke. Never fun. No, it's not. Um, okay. My hot mess moment. I have two. One is mine, and one is I'm going to do a hot mess moment by proxy for my husband. And he actually has a couple, so I got to choose which I'm going to do. I'll make a game time decision. So, yeah, he's been a little more of a hot mess recently, which is hilarious. Um, okay, so mine, we were wa- we were at, like, a park area in Olympia, and we were walking around the park on the sidewalk next to the road, where and it was, like, it's, like, street parking right there next to it. And so we're walking along. I... I have Nora and he's pushing or he's walking Hefe mm-hmm. and my dog. And so this car kind of pulls up like it's going to park on the street parking right next to us. And all of a sudden, this big ass German shepherd jumps out of the car window mm-hmm. and comes charging at him and, and Hefe. And I, I just blacked out and I just had the straw and I just started booking it. Like bye. I just oh, running away. I ran away. I <laughs> I ran away. I felt like such a jerk. But I was just like, I have the baby and this huge German Shepherd's out here. He ended up putting himself in between the dogs, which was really stupid, and everything was fine. But I just like after it was calmed down, I walked back and I was like, wow, yeah, I really just left you there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like good luck. I'm out of here. Like I'm taking the baby and I'm running. It was terrifying. Um, and yeah, the lady was just like, Oh, it's not my dog. I'm dog sitting. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make it fine. And also like, does that person know that you're just letting their dog jump out of the car? Wow. Um, yeah. So that was funny. I guess. Yeah. What would I do in a moment of crisis? I would run. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) mama bear moment. You like protecting your actual child. I know, but still, I felt like such a jerk. So <laughs> that was mine. Um, oh, I'll go with the cute, the cute hot mess dad moment. So um, during my certified negotiation training that I was doing, 
Quentin had texted me and he was like, okay, like, or it had been a plan like for days leading up to it that he was going to have a movie afternoon with Nora because honestly, I think he was just running out of stuff to do. I'm like, mm-hmm. welcome to my life. Um, and so it was like this big plan. They were going to watch this. It's like this one animated movie that he has had before we got together. It's like a, it's like the owl movie. I can't think of what it's called. Um, like Guardian. Gar- oh, yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. A- animated movie, but like, like a little mm-hmm. bit intense, probably for she's only watched like two movies in her whole life, right? But I didn't really think about it, yeah. and so oh, no. I'm in my class, and he's like, "Okay, we're watching the movie," and he like sends me the picture. She's so cute. She's sitting there like she's holding the movie sleeve, like so excited. He texts texts me a few minutes later, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, total dad fail," and I was like, "What?" And he's like she's terrified and she was watching the movie and she was sitting there and she just put her little lip out and started quivering he said and she looked at him she's like dada i don't like owls and just started bawling like she was so scared so he turned it off and had to put something else on but yeah total dad mess moment so cute (laughs) um that's so sad Uh, that i just have to put in we had oh my god we've had a moment like that too it was last christmas and we're, and we're like yeah okay that's because our kids are getting older and they're like finally mm-hmm. can watch movies that aren't animated mm-hmm. like okay yeah let's we're watching like home alone and all these like christmas yeah. movies you know and we're like okay yeah let's watch die hard okay mm-hmm. yeah i bet that's probably fine <laughs> like if we haven't seen die hard in years sure with our <laughs> like five and six-year-old kids and we're like okay yeah we're gonna watch die hard we put put it in and like it's like (laughs) 10 15 minutes in the like shooter comes in and like shoots a guy in the head and we're just like oh my god i'm so sorry like pause it we're like obviously turned it off i was like oh that's a lot more intense than i thought that that was gonna be and we like put the kids to bed and we came out and finished it and i was like what the hell were we thinking (laughs) so never gonna be okay for them why like we just remember the part of him like crawling through the ductwork i think and we're like oh that's actually that's cool oh my gosh you guys are crazy that's so funny oh poor nora i know poor q too and dad upset him i think he was like total dad fail it was so funny I'll share his other hot mess dad moment on our next next time because okay. it's so funny. Um, but yeah, that is all we have for you guys this yeah. week. Yes. Gosh, go so, with us. We talked a lot about ourselves. I hope you hung with us, but we are really excited about this podcast and what we're doing. And we really encourage anybody who's been thinking about doing a podcast to do it so we can't wait to see what the next year brings us for our show and heck we always ask our guests to do it so shameless plug if you want to follow us if you're not already check us out on instagram and facebook at boss ladies and babies and you can catch a monthly live recording of our episodes over in our private facebook community boss ladies and babies as well all right well thank you for tuning in everyone hope you had fun 
I think we gave you some good content, not just our life story, but yeah. hey, that's what we're experts about. So <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed that and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay, stay bossy. bossy.